Hi, welcome to Ottawa Church of Christ. Today I want to look at Daniel chapter 9, 24 to 27, entitled The 70 Weeks. Four of the toughest verses to look at, but actually if you look at it from a symbolic view, it's really not that terrible. Beginning in verse 24, 70 weeks have been decreed for your people and your holy city. This is Daniel's getting this from, from God, and God's giving them 70 weeks to finish the transgression. In Genesis 15, 16, when Abraham's down in Canaan, God says, this land is yours, but I'm not going to give it to you for four generations because the sin of the Amorite is not yet filled. So I believe this, to finish the transgression, God's given the Jews a period of time until their sin is so bad, he's going to put a stop to it, to make an end of sin. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15, Jesus, uh, Paul says concerning Jesus, when he was nailed to the cross, he took away the law of commandments and ordinances. It's the law that separates us from, from the, the, the Gentiles from the Jews. So he takes away the sin because the law identifies the sin and to make atonement for inequity. Hebrews 2.17 says Jesus is our propitiation for our sins. His blood purchased our forgiveness. To bring in everlasting righteousness. Romans chapter 3, 21. It's not the obedience of the law that secures your uh, eternal salvation. It is faith in Jesus Christ. It's faith in his righteousness. That is the everlasting righteousness. And then to seal up vision and prophecy. Matthew chapter 5, 17. Jesus is saying, I didn't come to destroy, abolish the law. I came to fulfill the law. And then to anoint the most holy, the most holy that we're talking about here is the body of Christ, the church. 1 John 2, 20 and 27 talks about the anointing that you receive from God, which is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. All of this is being fulfilled through the New Testament. And this is the purpose of the New Testament from, from the Christ to come and to put away the Mosaic system, establishing the new covenant in his blood. So, you are to know and discern from the issuing of a decree to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince, there will be seven weeks and 62 weeks. Now, so many people, as they're interpreting this, are so confused on what decree was established in order to base our, where we're going to start counting from. And that's because they're trying to interpret it on a literal base, not on a symbolic. Stay with the symbolism. And, and look how simple this really is. In Isaiah 44, 28, it's written by Isaiah, It is I who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and he will perform all my desire. And he declares of Jerusalem, she will be built, and of the temple, your foundation will be laid. This is 700 BC. This is 150 years before Cyrus is even born. God's saying he's the one that's going to rebuild Jerusalem. And then in Ezra, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judea. I mean, read the text in Ezra, and you see that God stirred Cyrus to send the people back, and that was 538 B.C. So Daniel's 70 weeks begins with Cyrus sending the people back, and then there's seven weeks, 62 weeks, and then the last week. It will be, in, at the, in verse 25, it will be built again, referring to Jerusalem, with plaza and moat, even in times of distress. Well, in 530 or, 538, Zerubbabel went back with the first wave of Jews. 
and they were sent to focus on rebuilding the temple. It took them 20 years, thus establishing faith. The second way was Ezra in 458. He established the law because the people weren't keeping the law and thus establishing hope. Nehemiah goes back and gets everybody to work together to build the walls of Jerusalem. They're completed by 444 BC, and that's love because everybody was working together to protect one another. So here is, here is what you're seeing is the restoration of Jerusalem. That's that first seven weeks. It's that perfect number. It's what God wanted them to accomplish, the, the, the restoration of Jerusalem. The 62 weeks, I believe, represents the 400 years of silence. Malachi is the last prophet in 430 BC, and then we don't have any other prophets until uh, the time of Christ shows up, 430 years later. So the 62 weeks represents that period of time of silence. Then, after the 62 weeks, the Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. Here's where the first week begins 62 weeks ends, the first week begins with what? The cross. The Messiah will be cut off and have nothing. 30 AD is the beginning of that first week. And the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary. And its end will come with a flood. Even to the end there will be war. Desolations are determined. Well, the people of the prince who is to come are the Romans. And they're the ones that destroy the city in 70 AD. But here's what you need to note. Desolations are determined. It's not, he's not just focusing in on the destruction of Jerusalem. Desolations are determined. And he, verse 27, now here's the toughest part. He will make a firm covenant with the many for one week. Make a firm is one word, and it's from the Hebrew, and it's better translated in the, because I'm using the New American Standard, it's better translated with the King James, because it says he will confirm a covenant or strengthen a covenant, establishing a covenant. And the word for is not in the text, so you can put anything you want in there. And so what I like to do is he will confirm a covenant with the many in one week. In this one week period, the last of the 70 weeks, is when Jesus is going to Establish this covenant. What covenant? The covenant that he gave to Abraham, the promise. He says after Abraham uh, was stopped from sacrificing his son, the angel of the Lord says to him, and your seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. In Galatians... He says, now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his seed, and does not say, and to seeds, as referring to many, but to one. And to your seed, that is Christ. It's through Christ that all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. Jesus came to establish the promised covenant to Abraham in his time. So here we have this last week, which begins with the cross of Christ, 30 A.D., but in the middle of the week, he will put a stop to sacrifice and grain offering. In the middle of the week, Jesus brings in the Romans. Matthew 24, 15 to 16. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Luke also says, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, recognize her desolation is near. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. 
because in the middle of the last week, to put a stop to the grain offering, Jesus brings in the Romans and destroy Jerusalem in a three-year period, beginning in 67, ending in 70 A.D., and with the obliteration of the temple, there is no more uh, Jewish religion because there's no more opportunity to sacrifice. All the books, all the records are um, burnt up, so there's nobody can tell who's a priest, who's the high priest, who's from what tribe. Everything is destroyed, and the prisoners are all carted off to Rome and then dispersed into slavery, those that are still alive. This is the last week. On the wing of abominations will come one who makes desolate. The wing, I just want to throw this one in here, is the high point of a building. It's not necessarily the wing of a bird, though it's the same, technically it's the same word. But when you look at the temple, on the northwest corner of the temple, the Romans built the fortress of Antonia. The fortress of Antonia is built taller than the temple grounds because the Romans could look from this temple, from this tower, into the Roman grounds and to see what's going on in the temple area. As a matter of fact, when Paul was dragged out of the temple, accused of bringing Gentiles into the temple area, they were going to beat him and kill him outside of the temple in the outer court area. When the Romans uh, in the tower saw that, they rushed down a set of stairs that they have and they grabbed Paul and they dragged him out of there, saving his life. So on the wing of abominations, this is referring to, I believe, the fortress of Antonia. As a matter of fact, when Titus conquered Jerusalem, he came in from the north part, and he came in through the area of Antonia, the, the Antonia fortress, and he conquered the temple, and then he went down and took out the rest of Jerusalem. Kind of interesting. So again, you got the cross on the beginning, you got Jerusalem's destruction in the middle, and now here's the big thing that I think a lot of people have a tendency to miss. Even until, this is the end of 27, a complete destruction, one that is decreed, is poured out on the, on the one who makes desolate, or as the King James would say, on the desolator. So there is a decree stating that the desolator has to perish. Where is that? Well, in Daniel chapter 2, 44 to 45, in the days of those kings, remember that statue with the, the head, the shoulders, the belly, and, and the legs? In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed. And that kingdom will not be left for another. It, he, it will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms. And it, it will itself endure forever. The death of the cross was not Jesus uh, putting an end to the Roman persecuting power. It was when God came to Constantine in a dream and got him to come down and take over. And at the Edict of Milan, Constantine legalized Christianity, ending the Roman persecution. Uh, so that's prophesied in Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 7, he, Caesar, will speak out against the Most High and wear down the saints of the highest one. He will intend to make alterations in times and in law. Caesar demanded worship because he demanded to be called God. And they will be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. That's a three and a half. But the court will sit for judgment, and his dominion will be taken away, annihilated, destroyed forever. The persecuting power of the Romans will be destroyed forever. That's the prophecy. That's a decree made in Daniel chapter 7. And then at the end of Daniel 12, from the time the regular sacrifice is abolished and the abomination of desolation is set up, when the Romans conquer Jerusalem, there's going to be 1,290 days. 
1260 days is the three and a half, which is the end of the Roman persecuting power. So here we have the last week, the cross at 30 AD, Jerusalem in 70 AD, and in 313 we know Constantine established at the Edict of Milan the, um, making Christianity legal, returning the churches that had already been confiscated. Caesar worship ended. And it's kind of interesting because with Jerusalem being destroyed in the middle, you have three and a half days leading up to Jerusalem and you have three and a half days leading up to the destruction of the Roman persecuting power. The Jewish persecution went from 30 AD to 40 AD, was recorded in the book of Acts. And the Roman persecution, which started about 90 AD and it ended in 313 AD, is recorded in the book of Revelation. And in the book of Revelation, we not only see three and a half days, we see three and a half years, we see 42 months, which is three and a half years, we see 1260 days, which is three and a half years, we see time, times, and half a time, all referred to in the book of Revelation, showing that three and a half is a time of persecution against God's people. In the book of James, in chapter 5, we have Elijah praying to God for three and a half years that rain doesn't fall on the ten northern tribes. Again, a period of time of persecution to teach God's people a rather interesting, interesting lesson. And then in Revelation 21 to 4, at the end of the Battle of Armageddon, which is the legalization of Christianity, we have the thousand years. Satan's cast into the abyss, and that's what we're living in now in Revelation chapter 20, 1 through 4. So here you have Daniel's 70 weeks, 926. Uh, we have it with beginning with Cyrus in 530. We have the first seven weeks is the restoration of Jerusalem, finished, completed by 444. Then the 62 weeks is a period of silence where we don't hear anything from God from the time of Malachi to the time of Christ. Now, this last week begins with the cross at 30 A.D. In the middle of the week is Jerusalem, 70 A.D., and then the end of the Roman persecuting power done by Constantine in 313, which is the three and a half days recorded in Acts and the three and a half days recorded in Book of Revelation. Where are we now? We're in the thousand years. This is the period of time we're in. We're not in the last days, as we see that Daniel is referring to. And the last days refers to the end of the Mosaic system. And that's how we see Daniel's 70 weeks. Thank you.